my crafty friends and welcome to ACB Crafters, where we learn and teach each other in order to make crafting accessible to the blind and visually impaired. We hope you enjoy this episode. Alright, so this first hour we're going to talk loom knit, um, you know, the basics of loom knitting. I know Kim and Anthony are here for the first time. Uh, is there anybody else in Lynn? Is there anybody else who has not been to one of my classes before? Any hands, Lucy? Nope, no hands. Okay. All right, so I caught all the newbies. Good. <laughs> all right, um, we're just going to look at the loom real quick and just kind of go over it, and then we'll get started. All right, if you're looking at your loom, if you feel around the outside or the base of your loom, most looms have a peg that points outward. And that is called the anchor peg. If you will turn your loom to where that anchor peg is pointing toward you. Okay. All right, Lynn, I know you said you didn't have an anchor peg. So did you bring something to mark your loom with? While you're unmuting, I'll go ahead and finish talking. Um, did you get unmuted, Lynn? Okay. So you have pegs that are sticking up that face toward the ceiling. And if we look at one of those pegs, the one just to the right of the anchor peg is going to be your peg one. And looking at the peg, you'll notice in the front, there's a groove that runs vertically or up and down. That's going to be the front of the peg. So when you hear me talk about the front of the peg, that's, that's what I'm talking about, where that groove is. Of course, behind it will be the back of the peg. And that is in the center of the loom. Okay. In the center of the loom is where your fabric will come once you get it knit. All right, so what we're going to do is we're going to, and um, Kim, I, once I get them started on the first stitch, I will work with you on getting that hat off the loom, okay? All right, so the first thing we're going to do is we're going to make a slip knot and place it on peg one. Again, that's just to the right of the anchor peg. And once you get that slip knot on the peg, we're going to do your working yarn. There should be about a six inch tail and it should be hanging down in the center of your loom along with your working yarn. Let's see if there are any questions yet. All right. So you take your working yarn, and again, it should be coming from behind peg one. Now you take your working yarn and you pull it gently to the right, and it will be behind peg two. You will notice between pegs one and two, there's a gap there. If you will feel between those two pegs, you'll notice that the yarn has crossed over that gap behind those two pegs. Courtney, you have a hand raised. Okay. All right. Go well, ahead. 
Um, should our yarn be coming up through the center? Or no, should it, it should be from outside. It should be from outside. Okay. I just wanted and to make want, sure. <laughs> yeah. And you want to, if it's not coming from, um, but you're working yarn, once you twist your slip knot, it should be coming from the center. So it's not coming up from the bottom. It's coming out to the side. I have my yarn. I'm right-handed. So when I'm knitting, I have my yarn sitting to my right. So that way it makes it easier to pull and it's not getting in my way. Did all that make sense? I think so. Okay. If it didn't, let me know, but then I'll take more time to describe it. Okay. Anybody else have any questions? Okay. So you pull that working yarn just to the right, just a little bit behind peg two. And we're going to wrap the peg and it's the stitch we'll be doing is called E-wrap and it looks like a lowercase cursive letter E. So if you've ever seen one of those, you kind of get an idea um, of what it's going to look like. So you take your yarn and you stick behind peg two and you're going to go to the right of peg two. So that'll be at the three o'clock position. Then you're going to go in front of peg two. So it's in, laying in front of the groove on that peg between pegs one and two. So to the left or at the nine o'clock position and then behind peg two again, and it should cross behind peg two. Any questions? Confusion? Okay. All right, we're going to continue to wrap all the pegs on the loom in that fashion. So you'll pull your working yarn to behind peg three. And um, while you're doing this, be sure not to wrap your pegs too tightly. Because if you do, when it gets time to start taking the loops off the pegs, you're not going to be able to because it's going to be so tight and it's going to cause a lot of hand strain. And that could lead to pain in your hand and your upper arm. And you don't want pain. You, you know, you're going to have discomfort because it is a new skill that you're learning and you're using new muscles and creating muscle memory. So, um, you know, a little strain is fine. A little discomfort is fine, but uh, pain is not. So just, it's like you're just draping your yarn around the peg. Okay. Any questions so far? Okay. Continue wrapping all the pegs on your loom and then once you get them all wrapped, go back and check and make sure that there is one loop on every peg. Okay. All right. Kim, if you will come off on mute for me. So I can ask you a few questions. Okay. Okay. All right. So you've knit about six to seven inches of fabric, correct? Uh, it's probably more like four, but. Okay. 
all right, well, this can be your practice piece. Yeah. So and by, by you, about my third or fourth practice piece. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we were all there once, trust me. Um, so what you want to do is you want to take your working yarn and you want to wrap it around the outside of your loom twice. So you're just going around the outside of the peg. So in front of all the pegs and you're going to wrap it twice. What you're doing there is you're measuring your yarn to start the bind off. Oh shoot. I need a pair of scissors on my Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Oh, wait. I think I have one in my bag here. And you're talking about on the outside of the loom, just wrap it around as if, um, kind of like when you used to just wrapping it. All right. We're just wrapping it around the loom, correct? Yes. Around the outside of the loom. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's just a way to measure your yarn. Okay. Uh, to start the bind off you're not wrapping each peg you're just right. wrapping their loom as a whole okay and where do i cut it um just about where it meets for where you're about to start the third wrap okay got it all right now unwrap that from the loom okay all right Lucy, if there's any hands that go up, if you'll just let me know. Yep, sure will. All right. So now can, you can do the, start the bind off in one of two ways. You can use your loom tool or you can thread a tapestry needle, whichever one is easiest for you. Did you use the loom tool while you were knitting? Yes. Okay. I have not used the other thing, the dark the, the needle. needle. Okay. All right. That's fine. I find using the loom tool is easier because I just take threading the needles and I mean, I'll, you have to use it eventually in the end um, to weave in your ends. So what I do when we're binding off, I take the working yarn and I lay it in front of peg one. And using your fingers or your loom tool, the loop that's on peg one, you want to pull it away from that peg just a little bit. Okay, and there should just be one loop on peg one? Yes. One there should on be one the on all the pegs, yes. Okay. Um, make sure I got one here. Okay. Got it a little bit tight, so it's hard to... Okay. Okay. And if your um, other loops are a little tight, go back to your last peg and pull that away from, pull the yarn away from the peg a little bit. Well, you might want to do about an inch or so and then loosen all the loops. That way, just keep pulling until you get all the slack out. Okay, for my other beginners, uh, y'all making it okay? When you get to your last peg on your loom, just unmute and let me know. All right, well, I'm willing to try it, so. Okay, so lay your working yarn in front of the loop on peg, or in front of the peg, uh, peg one. It's gonna be below uh -huh. that loop there on the peg. Below it, okay. Uh-huh. 
And okay. using your loom tool or your fingers, whichever is easiest for you, you want to pull that working yarn up through that loop on the page. Yeah, you want to pull it all the way through. You know what? I I watched the um I watched the podcast on that on this particular stitch. Mm -hmm. And I kept trying and kept trying to do it in different in different ways, and I couldn't do it. Finally, mm -hmm. I cheated, uh -huh. and I got a crochet hook, mm -hmm. and I go down through the top, pick it up, mm -hmm. and then bring it. Oops. Well, when I was doing it, <laughs> <laughs> it worked pretty easily. Okay, and if that's what works for you that's fine however you do it I'm not a stickler for you have to do it this way or you know you have to do it my way because my way is the correct way I'm not that kind if it works for you doing it another way and you get the same end result that's great and you know and share what you do because it may help someone else okay yeah see so just, I, I I turn it away from me that's the the peg that I'm on, I turn it all the way around 180 degrees. So mm -hmm. the peg that I'm working on is away from me. And mm -hmm. I use the crochet hook, the smallest little crochet hook that I had. Mm -hmm. And I go down under the first loop, pick up the mm -hmm. second one and pull it on up. Okay. All right. So um, you're going to do that all the way around the loop for every peg. Okay. And then when you get your last peg done, do peg one one more time. Okay, okay but I only, you see, I've only got it pulled up. What do I do with it after I pull it up? Put it on the... You go back to, you go to the next peg. So go to peg two and place it in front of the loop, or in front of the peg, below the loop on peg two and then pull it up through that loop and all the way through you're going to pull it all the way through the tail and all oh oh okay i okay i'm i put not the, go ahead um i i thought i knew what i was i thought this was going to be that stitch the pearl but, stitch yes but it's similar okay so when I've got the little loop up at the top, what do I do? Do I, I've hey, got you, the working yarn and uh -huh. the loop. Okay, the loop that was originally on the peg? No, the loop that I just pulled up like the okay. pearl stitch. Okay, you're gonna keep pulling that yarn until it all comes through. You're not gonna create a new loop. Oh, okay. I'll yeah, all the, the way working through. working yarn all the way through, gotcha. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's similar to the pearl stitch in you're scooping it up like that. Um, but instead of making a new loop, you're just pulling it all the way through. Gotcha. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Are there any other questions? Okay. So for my new students that are working, if y'all come off mute and tell me how you're doing. This is Mo. I'm all the way around. Okay. I have a small uh, loom. <laughs> okay. No, that's fine. That's fine. 
So what you're going to do is you're going to wrap the pegs again. So those loops you just created, you want to shove those down to the base of your loom or the bottom of your peg. And you want to start wrapping those pegs another time. So you want to have two loops on each peg now. Once you get back to your last peg, you should have two loops on each peg. The giggling is getting to me. That is so funny. I just love it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to disturb people. That's why I don't sit on unmute because that's coming through the baby monitor. <laughs> oh. Hey, if it if it's babies, yeah, you know, really? yeah, <laughs> little ones. Well, they'll and... they'll they'll get mad at each other. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, hey, little ones. I understand. You know they're. <clears throat> Okay, Alexandria has her hand raised. Okay, Alexandria. Oh, she left. Okay. Oh, no. Maybe you weren't supposed to call on her. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Maybe she was saying she had to go. <laughs> yeah. No, maybe. maybe. I don't know. Okay. How many participants do we have in here? We okay. have... Fifteen. Okay. All right. So if you're a newbie, if you want to unmute yourself, because I don't know that we have that many newbies on here. So if you want to unmute yourselves, that's fine. Um, my other experience, Nander, uh, yeah, if y'all just stay on mute unless you have a question. <laughs> Breaking the rules. <laughs> So everybody making it okay so far? Anthony, I know you said you were listening. Have I totally confused you? A little bit. Yeah, okay, it's almost as bad as working with radio because lots of wires and things. That's okay. <laughs> and I understand how the loom kind of works. That I Yeah. Can. Yeah. Um, um, it's just... I've it's seen them. They're the little round things, right? Mm hmm There's several different kinds. There's the round ones, which is what I usually teach on first because I, I think they're the easiest. And then there's what they call the long looms. They're kind of a rectangle. And you have um, a set of pegs on one side and a set of pegs behind it um, parallel to it. So um, you can do double knitting, what they call double knitting on those. And that's a little more challenging for beginners so I will say that I didn't know anything about round looms when I started, and I started with double knitting. So, oh, there we why, go. That you went yeah. to the hard stuff. You, you went well, right to the hard stuff. I didn't realize it was the hard stuff. <laughs> That's all I knew. That's all well, you're young. You're only it. in your what, thirties? <laughs> I'm forty-five. I'll be forty-six oh, in a couple you're months. Right. You're, I'm yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll be forty-six in a couple months. So. Well, you guys do a great job at this, by the way. Thank you. You and Lucy you. do a good job at this. Thank you. I, don't I do can anything. understand it. <laughs> Listening, I'm doing really well. Okay. <laughs> I'm all the way around to my okay. second. All right. Line. And others, if you're not working um, quite as fast, that's fine. I'll, I will go back to, you know, to help you when you get to that point. I've only yeah, so got what, 24 pegs, so I go fast. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, that, that's why I tell people to start with that loom because it is quicker and you get gratification a little quicker too. So you can see, well, see the I've result. had this set for years. I got it at a garage sale and I'm like, we're going to start with the smallest one. So that's yeah, that's good. So what you want to do, um, using either your loom tool or your fingers, you want to, on peg 24, you want to start there because you're going to lock your stitches in and, um, <laughs> and that way you don't lose what you've already wrapped. So you take that bottom loop and you lift it, pull it away from the peg just a little bit and you want to lift it up and go over the top of the peg and let it fall behind the peg into the center of the loom. Okay. And once you do that on peg 24, you can let go of your working yarn because it's now secure. And then you do that on all the other pegs. So once you get all those, once you get all those knit off, and that's what, that's what we call it is knitting it off. Once you get all of them knit off, check your loom and make sure you have one um, loop on each peg. How are the rest of you coming? Now the radio in their room got super loud, so I'm sorry if you can hear that. Oh, no, that's fine. <laughs> a particularly that's fine. loud song came on. <laughs> as long as they're having a good time, that's that's good. Your house sounds like my house. <laughs> okay, Anthony. Anthony has a sand raised. Okay, Anthony, go ahead. Oh, I guess I knew what that button does. Okay. And Donna, yeah. um, you get ready because okay. your hand is next. I was just wondering, so if you're going to go do this as a blind person, mm -hmm. um, you need probably a loom, some sort of tooly thing, and a bunch of mm -hmm. wool, I guess. <laughs> yes, the tooly thing comes with the loom set. Okay. So um, the looms usually, um, depending on which set you buy, of course, come three to four, three or four to a set. And on the three loom set, I don't own a set of those, so I don't know how many pegs are on the smallest loom. But uh, on the four loom set, it goes 24 peg loom, 30 or 31 peg, 36 and then a 40 or a 42. Again, the reason I say 40 or 42, it, it depends on the set you buy. Okay, how much do they usually cost? I'm asking all these questions just because I- No, that's fine. Figured um, out, get some homework done. Okay, they usually run about, don't pay more than $20 for a set of four. A set of three, they're gonna be a little more expensive, but they're a better quality. Okay. Um, and if you can get them from, I don't know what stores you have in Canada. We got Michaels so up here. Okay. All right. So if you get them from Michaels, you might can use one of their like 40, 50, 60% off coupons. So one of their coupons, you know, you could use that and get them for even cheaper. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. Um, so I, I've got your email address from the ACB crafters Gmail account. So I will send out, um, a list of looms that I recommend. Okay. You start with. And Michael's, I believe their brand is called Loops and Threads. 
Interesting name for a brand. Okay. Yeah. And then um, you'll need bulky or chunky yarn. It's usually like a five or a six weight. So it's going to be thicker than, you know, your worsted weight. I don't okay. know how much you know about yarn weights and thicknesses, but uh, I know you have nothing. A... My girlfriend knows more than I do. She knows I was going to say, I know you have a special lady in your life that will be more than happy. To oh, she'd be more than this. happy to help me with this. Oh, yes. <laughs> I tell you, if my husband came to me and said, oh, I want to learn to loom knit, I would say, oh, joy. <laughs> oh, my, my girlfriend is so excited. She's like, you need to talk to those people in America first. So that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Okay, um, Donna, oh, and then Donna. Kathy. I forgot Donna was in the key. Oh, oh crap. Okay. I'm fine. Uh, I will lower your hand, Anthony. Okay, I'm trying to make it go away. Okay, Donna, so, you had a question? Yeah, so I don't know if you want me doing this now or not, but um, so, and you'll probably kill me, but okay. you, know how, you know how I've been struggling with the um, pearl stitch, mm -hmm. right? So... Uh, I thought I sort of remembered some of it as price, but I don't. Can you okay. help me with that again? Sure. Are okay. you are you where you can work on it? Yes, I it? am. All right. I am. I'm sitting in my chair relaxing. Okay. And if there's any others, even if you've been in the class before and you know we've gone over some stuff, if you're still struggling with a particular stitch, let me know because that's that's what this is for. Um, is to work on those skills. So, um, can I get Kathy's question and then I come back and work with you, Donna? You got two yes, other people. You got two other people okay. also with you. All right. Let me, let me answer questions and Donna, I'll come back to you. I promise. Okay. Kathy. No and problem. Then, then Sandy. Okay. Ready? Okay. All right. Kathy, go ahead with your question. Actually, my question was similar to hers. I'm having trouble with the pearl stitch too. Okay. So, all right. We can work on that. Okay. And then Sandy? Yep. Okay, and then Deanna. I just wanted, Sorry. I just wanted to say that um, I got my looms from Yarnology, from, well, Hobby Lobby. And theirs is three. And there's a smaller one than the 24 one. I think it's got about like 18 pegs. It's a little bitty one. Oh, my goodness. Okay. And then the 24 peg one is the middle one. And there's one bigger one. I think it's about about 30, but there's only three. There's not a big 40 peg wood, okay. which I would, I would assume that would be the size for an adult cat. Which mm -hmm. I guess I'll just have to buy that separate. <laughs> well, if it's something but, you're going to stick with, Sandy, I would recommend getting um, the authentic knitting board, chunky round set. I don't know if you saw the list that I put out. Um, yeah, I saw that. Okay. I would get, if you, this loom meeting is something you're going to stick with, I would recommend getting that set instead of buying a whole other set just to get the 40 peg lane. I mean, I think you can buy just an individual looms probably on Amazon, but you're maybe going to be paying more than you need to. Yeah. Honestly. Okay. So yeah, I would I would recommend go ahead and getting the knitting board set if if this is something you're going to continue with. I think that they're a good investment. Okay. And like I said before, I am not getting anything from them except lots and lots <laughs> of hours of enjoyment <laughs> and therapy. So, 
Okay. okay. Are there any other questions? Deanna? Okay, Deanna. found the button okay there you go i understand how to pearl and how to knit mm -hmm. um the 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 pearl is to dive down and pick up the lower loop and pull it up through hold it drop the the top loop behind the peg and then place the the loop that you formed that's part of your working yarn back on the peg i got Correct. that and if you're knitting, you look at the double loops and you go from the bottom, through the bottom loop up, grab the knit stitch at the top, pull it mm -hmm. down, mm -hmm. and then you flip that lower loop that you've just passed your upper loop through behind mm -hmm. the peg and put the, the loop you still have in your hand mm -hmm. um, down on the peg. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, what I run into problems with because we're doing a flat piece um, is turning around. I always get confused and mess up somewhere there. And I've, so I've done this, I don't know how many times and I'll get a few inches and realize that I'm all tangled up and I'm not keeping my stitches straight. Mm -hmm. um, so I changed yarns thinking that might be the problem because mm -hmm. I was using a double-stranded twisted that's very pretty and soft, but mm -hmm. I thought maybe it's not giving me enough definition. So Possible. I pulled out a, a big ball of a chenille yarn that somebody had given me that's a little bit thicker and firmer, mm -hmm. less fluffy, but, but you know, equally soft because of the chenille. But right. when I do my turnaround on the, on the cast-off row, Mm -hmm. I'm looking at it. If I'm coming from the back mm -hmm. behind peg 24, mm -hmm. pulling it between peg 24 and peg one, wrapping it back between 24 and 23, then you talk about bringing it back between 23 in front of peg 23. Um, mm -hmm. And that's what throws me. So am I bringing it between 23 and 22? Okay. To get it let in front me, of 23? Okay, let me come back to your question. Let me get Donna. Um, okay. It, yeah, do your pearls first. <laughs> yeah, let me get those done. Let me talk to them through that. And then um, if there's any other questions, I'll answer those from my beginners. Then I'll come back to you, okay? Sure. All right. Are, are, do the very newbies have any questions before I get started with Donna? Okay, I'm gonna assume no. All right, Donna, and I can't remember who else, but here's what, here's how we do the pearl. Okay, you take your working yarn and it should be coming from behind your peg. So I'm just gonna say peg one. So whatever peg you're on, just assume that's your peg one. So you're gonna take, it should be coming from behind peg one. And you want to pull your working yarn to the front of your loom. So it's between pegs one and two. Now you want to lay that working yarn in front of peg two and it's below the loop on peg two. 
Now the existing loop that's on that peg, I want you to pull it away from the peg just a little bit so that you can get down between the peg and the yarn. Are y'all using your fingers or are you using your loom tool to do this? I'm trying to use my loom tool. Okay. So I realized something the other night when I was teaching this to someone else. I need to talk about the placement of my loom tool in my hand. I hold my loom tool like a knife. Okay. And when I start with the purl stitch, it is going from left to right. That's the metal point part of the loom tool is at the nine o'clock position. And then the handle is at the three o'clock position. So it's going east and west or left and right. Okay. Again, you do what works for you. I'm telling you how I hold mine and how I turn mine and get it to work. Okay. So with the tip of the loom tool, you want to place that in the groove there on the front of that peg. And you want to take that loom tool down that groove to you get until you get behind that existing loop that's on the peg. And you want to roll it in your hand or between your thumb and forefinger to where the tip of the loom tool is going to touch the base of your loom. Okay. And then you're going to roll it away from you where the tip is back in that groove. And you want to pull it up behind that loop that's on the peg. When you do that, once you do that turn, it should pick up that working yarn and that working yarn will fall in the hook there of your loom tool. And when you do that, you should pull it up through that loop and you're creating a new loop and you want to pull about, I would do about an inch of your yarn. So y'all let me know when you get that done. And if you need to use your fingers to do that, that's okay. Donna, was that clear? Yeah. Okay. I'm just... Okay. All right. Now, who else was it that was working along with Donna? Kathy. Okay. Kathy, was that clear? Yes. Yep. That's clear. Okay. All right. When you get your new, Kathy, you can just stay off mute. Um, once you get that new loop created, let me know. Got it. Okay. Yes. Okay. <clears throat> now, using whichever device, you know, your fingers or your tool, you want to take that existing loop off your loom. Hold that new loop between your thumb and forefinger of your other hand. Don't let go of it. And so once you get that old loop off, your peg should be empty. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Now you want to take that new loop you created and you notice it has like what I call two little legs there. Uh -huh. You want to separate the legs and you want to put one on one side of that peg, one on the other. Okay. So you're putting that loop back, the new loop on the peg. 
Okay. Now you take your working yarn and you give it a gentle tug and take all the slack out. Don't do it too tight. You just want it to take the slack out. Okay. And you should have a loop on your peg now. There should be a little yep. knot there, right? Uh-huh. Like a little knot, not sure, bump or something. Yep. Okay. Yep. And is that it? That's it. Now do you go to the next peg. Okay. That, that worked better for me than before. I don't know what okay. I did different. I used my okay. fingers. I want to be able to use my tool, but when I use my tool, it's like my brain cannot grasp the concept. But when right. I use my and finger, I can grasp it. Okay. And that's fine. <clears throat> um, you know, with your thicker yarns, you're going to be able to do that a lot easier using your um, fingers. When you start getting into your worsted weight and smaller yarns, it's going to be more difficult, especially if you're a nail biter like me, <clears throat> to get that yarn, that worsted weight or smaller <clears throat> yarn up with your fingers. Uh-huh. And it's going to cause, it's, it's going to hurt. So that's why I try to, you know, encourage y'all to use the tool as much as you can. But I don't want you to get frustrated using it and quit when you could use your fingers. Can I, so, can I just say something? Go, yeah, go ahead, Lucy. Uh -huh. Well, when I first started doing it, I was using my fingers too, because I didn't think that I was coordinated enough to use the tool, but then my fingers got really sore. So I started using the tool. And I think the more you use the tool, mm -hmm. you will start to feel how it feels once that yarn is picked up, because you can, you can pretty much tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of like Kayla was telling in her crochet class, it's just a way it's, it's all in how you're rolling your hook in your fingers or in your hand in the wrist motions. Don't concentrate on trying to get it all working at the same time. Um, you know, if you need to pull that loop up with the loom tool and finish it off with your fingers, that's fine. At least you're using that tool some, but just keep practicing with it. I'm not, you know, you don't, I'm not going to be mean and say you have to do it this way. Thank you on the hand with a ruler when you don't. So. Okay. Are there any other questions before I get to Deanna's? So, yeah. So, if we're using the tool, we put the tool down with the, 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 with the loop that's already on the peg. We put the tool down through that loop that exists already and then huh? go and grab the other yarn the new yarn and pull it through correct okay mm -hmm. it's like you're um i'm not sure who said it a while ago but it's like you're when you go down you're diving down to the bottom of the ocean to pick that pearl up and bring it back to the top so when do i turn it like when i'm so i dove under mm -hmm. so do i twist now I, I don't twist now I twist after I grab the other one right yeah after you grab your working yarn okay it's when you'll turn your loom tool and that's just when I when you turn it back to where the tip of the tool is in the groove it should pick up that working yarn okay did that make sense yes okay all right, I'm going to go on to Deanna, unless there's any other questions. If not, then 
Okay. So Deanna, what you're doing when you get to peg 24. Right. Okay. What and I you've... have tried to do is do like a figure, uh, like a figure eight instead of another E stitch. Uh-huh. Um, where I brought in front of 24, back between 23 and 24. Then I can lay it across in front of 23 to do the first pearl for the okay. foundation row. Okay. Is that okay? Yes, for the foundation row, yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> and when you get past that foundation row, uh -huh. you're not going to, you're not going to do, um, you're not going to do that figure eight. You're just not going to, you're going to work the last stitch. So you're going to work stitch 24. Okay. When you're turning around, your 24 peg now becomes your peg one. Okay. Yeah. So but you don't work the peg one. Direction. Yeah. Correct. You don't work peg one, you work peg two. So um, you're working yarn should come so, behind so, 24 after you finish that row. Mm -hmm. And then you bring it back between 24 and 23. Mm -hmm. You don't go around 24. You just come back between 23 and 24. Okay. And then work your way back. Did that make sense or did I confuse you? <laughs> well, let me get the foundation pearl row done. Okay. Um, and then I'll and then I'll check with you to make sure I'm understanding because okay. it's turning it's turning the rows that's driving me crazy. Okay. Okay, yeah. Jeanette has her hand up. Okay, Jeanette, go ahead. Uh, you're unmuted. You're fine. You were. Okay, while we're waiting on Jeanette, does anybody else have any questions? Did, did that unmute me? Yes, it did. Okay, so I have done my foundation row on this cowl at least mm -hmm. 20 times. And okay. here's my problem. I get three quarters of the way through the pearls and then I lose my e-wrap stitch for the next one I go to do. Is there a way I can fix that or do I need to start over? Okay, when you say you're losing it, is it coming off the peg? Yeah, it completely came off the peg. Okay, so when you're knitting that bottom row or that bottom yeah. loop, yeah, um, you're taking that top one with it. So what I do is I, when I'm working on whatever peg I'm working on, I hold that top loop with my other hand, my non-dominant hand. Mm -hmm. I hold the top of that peg in that loop with my thumb and my forefinger. So my thumb okay. is on the front, forefinger is on the back. Okay. And when I take that loop up and over, I remove my thumb, not my forefinger. So I'm still holding it. And then once I get that loop over the, or, yeah, over the top, then I put my thumb back. It's a quick motion for me because I've been doing it so long. So then I put my thumb back on the front where I'm holding that loop and remove my forefinger to let that old loop fall. Yeah, it's a lot of one, motion, but once you so get used to it, I quick. can't get the yarn through it, so I may have to start over. Okay. Yeah. Just you know, when you're 
scrapping your pegs, you just want to drape gently drape it or just kind of let it lay around that the peg. But if I've if it's completely come off the peg, there's no way I can e-wrap it back on, correct? You can look behind, you know, in the in the center of your loom and try to retrieve that loop that you dropped. Well, not when the e-wrap is just the very first row of the scarf. It can be done, you know. Um, you know, you might want to take both loops and put them back on that peg. And, and do it. But on this cowl, we only had one e-wrap row, and then we did our foundation row. Mm. Correct. And okay, that's I'm sorry. Where I'm getting stuck. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So you might just, you know, if you can get that loop back up, and you, if you pull that yarn up just a little bit behind that empty peg, mm -hmm. and then kind of maybe wrap it around the peg. Okay. Just to do the e-wrap again. Okay. Not with your working on, just with what you dropped. Right. Okay. It's easy for me to do it and tell you how. It's just, it's hard to explain, really. It's one of those, if I was there, I could show you. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm sorry. I try right. my best to explain. No, mm -hmm. the explanation worked. I just think it's, I still have to make it looser and I'm, I can't fix it this time, but yeah um and once you get that first row you know you get your e-wraps done your cast on and this was with any project and any um cast on go ahead and go back and pull the yarn away from those loops just a little bit just to create a little bit of slack yeah and you know if you can get your loom tool in there between the peg and the loop then that's going to be good mm -hmm. and then and if it's not I a tight fit one other question for you. When I look uh -huh. at the pattern, the SL means uh -huh. skip the first stitch, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Skip or slip. Mm -hmm. Okay. You got about 10 minutes for this hour. Okay. All right, my brand new folks, how are y'all coming? Okay. Either I've thoroughly confused you and you're afraid to speak or y'all are getting it. <laughs> well, this is Kim and I'm slowly but surely, I've got about three or four more to get around here. This is just that, that part of the pearl stitch, you know, where you go down and you grab it. But I listened to you describe it to somebody else, to those other ladies. And um, I started using my knit, my tool again instead of my crochet okay. hook. Okay. So that's that's to making me take it a little longer, but I wanted to, you know. That's fine. Okay, that's Mary fine. Alice has her hand raised. Hey, Mary Alice. <sighs> Hello, Courtney. Um, I understand the the knit stitch and the e wrapping and the whole circle thing, and mm -hmm. I'm I understand how to do the pearl stitch. And I'm getting stuck with when I get to peg 24, I just kind of pull it around and then on peg 23, 
is where I start doing the purl by pulling up my working yarn. I don't actually lock that that yarn down anyway. It just kind of circles around the peg, correct? That's correct. Um, okay. Because you're slipping, because once you get peg 24 worked, you're turning around. And so there's not going to be another loop. You should only have one loop on peg 24. So and it's I not, don't do anything with that loop, correct? No, ma'am. Mm -mm. Because now your okay. 24 has just become your peg one. Okay. Because you're starting a new row. Got that. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've torn everything out and been trying to figure out how to do this. Because okay. I also am like Cindy where, I, get, I think it was Cindy, get three quarters of the way around and some of my stuff comes off. And okay. I have all these strings and have to redo it. Okay. All right. Yeah, just, you know, hold that top loop. You know, if you have, of course, you know, when you're starting your foundation row, you just have that one loop. But just hold that with your uh, thumb and forefinger of your non-dominant hand. And, mm -hmm. you know, it'll be slow. And, and it sounds like a lot of steps and a lot of moving, but you're keeping control of your yarn. You have to show your yarn who's boss. It's not the boss of you. You're the boss of it. Okay. So you, you're just holding that yarn. And like I said, it sounds like a lot of steps, but once you get it down, it goes pretty quickly and you don't even notice, okay, I'm lifting my thumb, lifting my forefinger. So I had to stop and, and figure out what, what's I doing to keep my coming off. And I still have drop so stitches. When I, so when I get back to one, I do work it with the purl stitch and then, or do I just loop it around and then that actually is my one again, or you know, when I start going back and forth from row to row. Mm -hmm. Okay. When you're finishing a row, you want to mm -hmm. always do that last stitch to finish it. So you always want to do 24 to finish it. Once you get okay. that finished, then you're starting a new row. So you want to complete what you started. Okay. So you want to complete that row. So then you're turning around and you're starting on peg two. Okay. Okay. I think I got that. We'll see how okay. it works out. Okay. I got, right. I got two weeks to practice this, right? Yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> plus, an, plus another hour. So there you go. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. You're welcome. Okay, Deborah. Okay, Deborah. I think you might have just answered my question, Courtney. Kind of okay. had the same thing. So, so we actually do finish Pearl, which is now currently 24 on the uh, cast on row. And mm -hmm. then after that, 24 becomes one. Correct. And then after that, and then I'll start re-wrapping e again between two and three. Correct. <laughs> I don't know why I didn't get this the first time. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> no, not okay. All right. I, I answered you wrong there, Deborah. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. But I hadn't done anything yet, so I'm safe. Okay. <laughs> so when you're skipping a stitch... All right, so let's say peg 24 was your purl stitch. That's so correct. now it, turn, it turns into peg one. On peg one, you would do a knit because you just did a purl. Okay. So we're not going to do that knit stitch. All right. We're skipping it, so we're jumping ahead. So then your number two peg, you would purl. Purl number two. Okay. And then uh -huh. purl all the way around for that. The, the whole row or do you or do I, is it a pearl I don't remember if it was a pearl knit pearl knit okay it's 
the I got it so jagged. I did, it was just horrible. My yeah. End. Okay. So the stitch that we were doing, it was the seed stitch and it's easier. I wasn't paying attention when I wrote this down, but if you have an odd number of pegs, it's a little bit easier. But so what you're doing is wherever you have a knit, when you do your second row under that, your knit is going to be your pearl. Okay. I pearl your the whole first row. Was that not correct? Yes, you, you e-wrap cast on and then you purl from 24 or 23 to peg one. Okay, then, yeah. okay, so on peg one, you would typically do a knit stitch. Okay. But we're going to skip that one. Okay. So peg two should be your purl. And then peg three will be a knit. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then when you come back, wherever you have a knit, you will do a purl. Okay. So it's going to have a bumpy texture. It's going to look like little bitty seeds. Yeah, yeah. I, I think okay. it's. A, I didn't know if I couldn't remember if you were. I, a I can do this if I'm just casting on totally, you know, without. I just get messed up on the corners or right. what I'm supposed to wear, so, you know, not mm -hmm. to join it all up. Yeah. That's where I was having so much trouble. Okay, I finished my foundation purl row and mm -hmm. I purled um, the last stitch before the break mm -hmm. and then I'm supposed to go back to the peg next to it which was now peg two again mm -hmm. and I'm supposed to e-wrap it okay do you have a knit or a purl on peg 23 um I've gone all the way back around with the pearl stitch. You're, you're on page row. one. Yeah, I'm yes. sorry. You're back to peg one. You told me yeah. that. Yeah, and I okay, pearled, so, pearled it because I was finishing that, that foundation pearl line. Okay, so on peg two, on the you should do a pearl. Okay, so there's yeah, two pearl now, stitches at that end. Correct. Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. <laughs> just on because your foundation row we're not counting that as row one yeah okay. it's not really a project because okay let me check the time here hold on because yeah, it's great okay. Yeah, it's okay there's somebody that's got some... a conversation going yeah. on if you'll mute yourself please okay all right somebody had a question there No, that was, I think that was me just going to tell somebody okay. to please mute. Okay. And I didn't let you do your job. So. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Sarah. I just unlocked it. Uh, okay, that's fine. That's fine. <clears throat> okay. Courtney, this is Kim. I've gone all the way around. Okay. All right. Kim, what I want you to do just so you can finish your project, I want you to stay for the second hour if you can. Oh, no problem. And, I and I'll on. work with you between the other students as well. Okay, that'd be great. Okay, so Kim, what you want to do is you want to, starting with peg 24 mm -hmm. and working backwards, so you go 24, 23, mm -hmm. I want you to take about four of those stitches off the pegs. So I want you to knit them off and your pegs are going to be empty, but hold on to your, your working yarn. And let me know when you get those four pegs emptied. 
Okay, any, my very new beginners, do y'all have any questions so far? Okay, Jane. Okay. Well, I'm not a beginner, so do you want to take the beginner's questions first? Because I have confusions. Um, okay. Do you want to deal with them first? Yeah, let, I'm going to try okay. to finish this hour because okay. we just have a few more minutes and then okay. we'll get started on confusions. Okay. I'll try okay. to unconfuse you. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'll unmute then. Okay. All right, Courtney, I got the four off. Okay. Now, this is, it's not going to, you're not going to notice much of a difference at first, but it, you will gradually. So taking your working yarn, I want you to pull, not too tight, but just pull as much as you can. I'm sorry, could you say that again? Sure. Your working yarn, uh -huh. I want you to pull it just a little bit. So what you're doing, you've created a drawstring and you're going to close up the top of the hat. Right. So now that you have the four loops off, gently tug on that working yarn to start drawing it in. It's not going to draw it in much. You're not going to notice much of a difference, mm -hmm. but it's, it is going to do some. Once, once you, and like I said, don't pull it too tight because you could possibly break your yarn. And then we got a whole new <laughs> task to learn. <laughs> so <laughs> that's when I say, rip it out, start up. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Do you know how many times I have started over and started oh, uh -huh. over and started over? Uh -huh. We all do it. We all do it. Because I was there. Yep. I sure remember that. <laughs> so now I want you to do four more and then pull that working yarn to start drawing that up. Okay. And so after you get those four and you've pulled your yarn as far as it'll go, then do the next take four, four more off. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. Do any of the other beginners have any questions before I jump over to my second hour? What am I supposed to do after I finish the ERAP foundation row? You just keep doing <laughs> that until you keep ERAPing and knitting off until you have about six to seven inches. Okay. And you've got, I think, two weeks to do that. So. <laughs> <laughs> Or if you want to go back and listen to the podcast, um, you can go back and listen to those to how to take it off the loom if you want to. Or if you want to wait, it doesn't matter. That's totally up to you. All right. So we're going to.